I don't really know if it indicates any sort of magic. But we're definitely sold on it. I mean, we're definitely sold a story with everybody around us. Anyone who's in a relationship, it was just magical in the beginning. And I knew when they walked in the room. It's like, did you know? Everything else is just a story we tell ourselves to just make it seem that much more theatric or dramatic. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back to Not Allow the Podcast. It has been a while. How are you? I know. I know. I ghosted you. But it was Halloween. No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You're right. It was not fair. And I have a legitimate excuse. Although I hate using this excuse. When I say a relative died, like my grandfather died. Okay, not to be nonchalant about it, but I lost my grandfather. And it was really sad time and it was really rough and I was really not in the mood to talk about boys or dating or sex or any of the above. And I also was just not in the headspace to make, create content because it's just really hard to do that when you're grieving and... It was just a roller coaster ride that I'm not going to bore you about because I feel like at least one of us has lost a relative in our lifetime. If you haven't, well, you're gonna. So anyway, welcome back, guys, to Not Allow the Podcast. I, I ghosted you and I know it's terrible. It's like the worst thing you could do ever because I know that you live every day for this episodes, for this episodes, for the podcast episodes. And it was not fair for me to do that to you. And I am sorry, but you know, life happens. Some days you feel good about creating content. Some days you just don't. You just do not care about making content any longer. So anyway, welcome back. This is exciting because I am finally in the mood to make content and I have really cool updates for you guys and some exciting, fun stuff, which I'm excited to share with you. And I hope you're excited about it too. So uh, first of all, hi, if you're listening to this and watching it because I'm also doing a video on it. Sorry if you can hear firecrackers. It's just the world celebrating my comeback. But if you are watching this, thank you for watching. I am going to now post videos with all of my episodes. But the videos are going to be really relaxed. Like they're just shot on my MacBook. There's nothing really, you know, super technical and high production about it because I kind of want the podcast to be a chill place for you. I want it to be a place where we can just chill and relax and hang out like we would if we hung out together in person and just sort of talk about shit and, you know, talk about stuff that we like to talk about and bitch about. I would love to bitch. So if you have people that you want to bitch about, send them in. Let's talk about situations, but I don't know if I have enough people listening to this podcast for me to give advice, but we'll get there. We'll get there because I, I think I give really good advice. A couple of good updates, a couple of fun updates. I am now launching Not Allowed as my blog plus brand, my blarand, my blorg. No, that didn't make any sense. 
I am launching Not Allowed as my official place of content. I was struggling with this. I wanted to make content as myself. I mean, I am still making content as myself, but I wanted to have a place where all of my creative stuff could rest. So my podcast, I also write now. I want to just have a place where people can come and hang out and talk about stuff, hopefully get some either vindication or entertainment for my work. That's really all I want is just to relate to people. And this is my desperate kind of call out to the world to make sure that I'm not the only one that's crazy and going through trauma and that we all are collectively crazy and also collectively experiencing trauma. So if you want to check out more of my work, if you only listen to the podcast, I have a ton more that I am doing. You can visit notallowed.n for all of the work I do. So what I do is not only do I have a podcast, now Not Allowed is also a video series about the similar stuff that we talk about on the podcast. I also write. Now I want to write because I feel like I just love to give myself homework. I write just from the heart. I'm not really a journalist, but I do enjoy putting thought into words. It's sort of like the best way to describe it. This website is my diary. It is the internal workings of my brain and my life experiences that I am trying to eventually monetize, but we'll get there at some point. For right now, it is just a bunch of content. So it is just a place for you to, it's just a place for me and for you to just openly talk about stuff as Indian women that we experience and talk about things that I want to talk about. And you already kind of know if you've been listening to this podcast for some time now, the kind of stuff we talk about, which mainly includes feminist rants and boys and sex and dating and other things if it is interesting so you can go and check out everything i do at not allowed.in get it because not allowed in because boys are not okay i'll stop so yeah go check it out um be a part of the community i'm excited i'm on this journey it is the start of something new this could be the start of something new. Okay, I haven't sang in a while either. Um, also, I'm a singer. Just FYI, if nobody knew, in my job, my money job is to be a musician. And uh, my sexy job is to be me. So currently, as I'm recording this episode, Diwali is tomorrow, which if you are not Indian, it is a festival of lights. It is the celebration of good over evil. And it's basically when the whole of India lights up and there are sparklers, even though they're bad for the environment, it's pretty to look at. There's lights everywhere. People's houses are decorated. People wearing their best clothes. It's essentially akin to our Christmas. So the Valley's like our Christmas, but also falls around Halloween. So if you know that office episode that's so popular, like the Valley is the Indian Halloween. The Valley has inspired the announcement of not allowed the brand and the place for all women. But also it inspired today's episode because today we're going to talk about sparks. In the theme of the Valley and sparklers and firecrackers, Today, we're going to talk about sparks in a relationship and how do you know when the spark is there 
And how do you know when the sparks have gone? What are sparks? How do you know that you felt the spark? When do sparks fly? As Taylor Swift has said. First of all, how do we know that we can trust sparks? Right. Okay. What are sparks? Let's talk about that for a second. What are sparks in a relationship? Have you ever had anyone come up to you and talk about the initial spark that they just knew it was just chemistry or things just clicked? A lot of friction references where there's a spark or there's a click or there's a some sort of friction that sparks this whole relationship. But can we really trust these sparks? Can we really rely on initial chemical synaptic, I don't know, whatevers to guide us into the right relationships? If you haven't experienced these sparks, I mean, I I feel like even if you haven't been in a relationship with the person, every one of us has experienced some kind of like, ooh, for example... I've definitely, I mean, I've definitely experienced sparks with guys and that's usually when I have witty banter with them. In the initial phases of getting to know someone, if it immediately clicks, sparklers are going off now if you can hear them, if it clicks, it's not so much that like fireworks are going off in my head, but there's definitely some sort of like a a sparkle in a way. And sparkles are usually just feelings of excitement that start surfacing when you're talking to someone that you enjoy or that has stimulated your brain in some capacity. And I feel like that's what initially sparks are. And eventually, if you're in with the right person, the sparks just sort of increase and it just gets more and more exciting because... The more and more they're in your life, the more and more you get to know them, the more and more you know that things are familiar and then it just snowballs from there. It could end up in a house fire or it could end up in a spectacular Disneyland happy magical ending. How often does it with Sparks? I am skeptical. I'm not really sure Sparks has ever led me in the right direction. I don't know if I've ever really felt that connection with someone but been gaslighted because I've been trying to stick to that connection and not really picked up on the red flags because I think that's what sparks can do sparks can hide the red flags because you're so enamored by the whole fireworks and you're so happy that it's happening to you because a lot of the times You haven't met someone that you've clicked with instantly for a while and you haven't met people that you felt this sort of connection with. So when it does happen, you get so lost in that spark that you forgot to see the actual deal breakers or the actual red flags that are within the person. And that's definitely happened to me. And it's almost as if I've gaslighted myself into following these sparks as opposed to the other person gaslighting me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely been gaslighted. But a lot of the times, because I'm such a person who loves rom-coms or a person who just believes in a magical fairy tale love, that I fall for these sparks and I hold on to them even if they have dwindled in the relationship and it's not realistic at all. 
it's really glossy to think about Sparks, but I feel like it's not sustainable. It's sort of like I would rather have a slow burning flame that would sustain me and keep me warm for long periods of time than I would have a spark. Because I just feel like a spark has exciting effects, but just like firecrackers, they are beautiful to look at in the moment and then they just disappear into nothing. Meanwhile, a flame could keep you warm for a long time and sustainable kind of a relationship. The first time I've ever felt sparks with someone is when I was 16 and I actually had my first legitimate crush with this guy and it was Sparks because he was an asshole. No, it's true. It is so sad, but so true that this guy was a asshole and I loved it. He was a sarcastic, judgmental dick and I was like, oh my God, he's so brave. He's so bold. He says what's on his mind and he's not afraid to say what he feels. And I, it's just, it just sparks. It also was because I think he treated me really nicely compared to everyone else. So I thought I was special, which is really twisted. And so I was like, I'm special. There are sparks. And I remember, I mean, I was 15 years old and never, I, I mean, I was hormonal. I was pumped full of Taylor Swift songs. And also, ironically, at the same time, she had released Speak Now, Sparks Fly. Yes, Taylor, that's happening to me. And I literally, I remember this. This is so cringy. Oh my gosh, I just remember this. Please drop in for a cringe fest. I remember telling my best friend, do you ever look at a guy and his smile just lights up your heart? It's like sparks flying and I swear to God, she laughed in my face and was like, this is not a Taylor Swift song. No one has felt like that. And at the time I thought, okay, you know what? It's just you. You haven't felt like that. I have definitely felt sparks. I am right on track. This is the love that's the one I want. This is the one I will always have. Turns out it was just definitely my infatuation and my imagination running away so wasn't sparks wasn't the great guy so much so i am such a veteran now with dating and sparks that i feel like if there's an initial spark i'm aware of it i am excited by it but i'm not carried away i try not to be carried away by the spark because i feel like the more i get carried away it's the more damage the more the damage I'm doing to myself with my imagination because I am creative I'm a songwriter I love chick flicks I love cheesy movies I am someone who is a spark hazard like a small tiny little tinder of something will just end up me being like bursting like a freaking fountain of sparklers which is not good don't do it. It's not healthy at all. So it's not really the best indicator of interest in someone. I think you can also fake sparks. 
You know what I mean? Like you can fake sparks like you can fake an orgasm and you can not just you, but you can also be fooled into thinking that you have sparks. Guys are notorious, the wrong guys, but guys are notorious. Men are notorious for doing this when they tell you that they've never met someone like you and they're so connected with you, but it's always vague compliments. It's never actually what they're connected to or why or what's, you know, the normal way to talk to someone. It's always, oh my gosh, I never met anyone like you. I connect with you. You're, you just get me. You're someone who just, you're not like other girls. And he can say things like, I love talking to you. I love texting you every night. I love, you know, just love bombing, essentially. It doesn't always have to be love bombing, but somebody can really easily manipulate you into thinking that there's sparks in the relationship just so that they can get whatever they want. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to have malicious intent, but when someone gets hot and heavy in the beginning with so much of love and interest, it's kind of a red flag. It's a big ass explosion of sparkles but it's not really trustworthy because a lot of the times this person is doing it to kind of ensure that you're interested in them and kind of do everything in their power to ensure that you will talk to them and it's never about you as a person and usually when this happens the person barely knows you they don't really know anything about you to warrant such amazing grandiose feelings but they do it because they want you to feel important because that's also a twisted way of establishing control over you and it's a trick that's in every narcissistic gaslighting guy book but I just feel like that can easily ensure that you're hooked onto this idea that this person loves you so much and is enamored by you and like which girl doesn't like the idea of a guy just falling for her except he doesn't really know you a lot of the times he has no idea I feel like we do this to ourselves too as women who want a relationship or want somebody that gives them this love and this magical experience where we fool ourselves into liking very arbitrary or not really important qualities in them like I love your smile I love your eyes I love the way you laugh I love your shirt selection I love the way you do your hair just like meaningless sparks those are meaningless things to be excited about I mean don't get me wrong like physical attraction is important in the beginning and yes you can like all those things about a guy but sometimes when there's no actual substance to the person I've caught myself doing this where I'm like wow I just like the idea of the person so I'm going to infuse sparks into this relationship by dreaming about their eyes by thinking about their lips or their hair and it is a very normal part of attraction but I also think it's just our way of trying to make something happen and not really focus on what's important. Like, are they spending enough time with me? 
even though they're texting me every day, do they want to see me? Is this someone that has the right intentions? Is this someone who's texting other people and just trying to do this ego thing? Like, what is it? And I feel like that sometimes can get lost in this sparks. This idea that he likes me because he's just saying all these things or I like him because I really want it to work with someone. And I'm a thousand and hundred and five thousand percent sure that a lot of people in relationships right now are faking a lot of the sparks and orgasms. But like, you know, I don't want to speculate But it is sort of a required part of being in a relationship just to fool yourself into thinking that every little thing this person does is just so amazing and you keep the spark alive. And when things run dry and reality kicks in, then it's trying to revive the spark in the relationship. And I never really got that. When people would say that we're trying to bring the spark back into a relationship, most of the time the relationship has just run its course and nobody wants to do anything about it. And so they try to reignite the flames. It's hard to accept that it's over because we're buying into this grandiose sense of being in a relationship, which is just this crazy synaptic nerve freaking neurotransmitters flashing in our brain that make us love this person that makes it so much exciting every touch every look every smile everything is just making us go crazy and all of these sparks i mean there's songs about it there's books about it and sometimes i feel like this is just so made up This is so in our heads to just make the experience that much more fun. And I don't know if sparks are a good indicator of whether the relationship will work out. I mean, even if it is, there are sparks in the beginning, maybe it works out fine. And if there's no spark in the beginning, maybe it works out great. Who knows? Could be either or. But a lot of the times we get just so wrapped up in wanting this excitement, wanting this crazy feeling that we forget that we're just human beings that are existing and that love companionship and just want someone that they can go home to and live with. And not all the time does it have to be this sensory overload of a relationship I don't really know if it indicates any sort of magic, but we're definitely sold on it. I mean, we're definitely sold a story with everybody around us. Anyone who's in a relationship, it was just magical in the beginning. And I knew when they walked in the room, it's like, did you know? I mean, maybe it's an attraction, but everything else is just a story we tell ourselves to just make it seem that much more theatric or dramatic. And that's okay, but it can also kind of be dangerous. So sort of playing with fire here. I just did a bottom if you're watching the video. So anyway, personally, I have not really felt a spark with. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have spelt. I have spelt farts. Personally, I have felt sparks, but I never 
but it never really ended up the way I would like it to. So I sort of just gave up on any sort of electrocution feelings with guys. But if you feel like you have sparks with the person that you're with, that's amazing. And if you don't, that's okay. I don't, I think sparks is overrated. I think it's a marketing ploy to get us to watch cheesy movies and to keep Anne Hathaway employed. It could be sparklers that are there for a moment and gone the next. It could be a firecracker that shoots up in the air and just bursts and it's an amazing few months and then it just fizzles out like his interest in you. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The only spark you need is the spark in your vagina. And on that note, thank you for listening and watching today's episode. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have an amazing and safe Diwali hopefully sparks free because that's really bad for the environment but i hope you light the lamps i hope you keep that fire inside you burning to do better and be better and have a lot of sex this diwali it's not really about that but i hope you do if you can and if not i don't know where i'm going with this we are back on the grind through not allowed the brand so Check out the website, notallowed.in for more. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. All of the links are on the website. You can go check it out. And I cannot wait to make more content for you guys that I hope you enjoy and that I hope you love. And I will see you guys next week on Thursday as usual. Till then, take care. I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for being here and keeping the sparks alive. I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.